Hey y'all, if you're interested in starting a podcast, listen up. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy and then you can distribute it everywhere. That's what me and Jojo use. And it's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. It lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating it today. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money with ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's free. It's free 99. So go ahead and get started. Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Tyra. Before we get into today's topic... Today's episode is sponsored by Beducated. Give the gift of pleasure. Stuff is temporary. Sexual happiness is forever. Treat yourself or a loved one to a gift of sexual happiness with a subscription to Beducated. They have a new gift card. So starting this month, you can gift Beducated to your loved one with a personalized gift card. Our coupon code is LESSCHAT. Mm, so go ahead and get that subscription for your loved ones both of you guys can actually benefit from that subscription so you can try all educated courses for one day free you won't be charged for the first 24 hours and you can cancel it anytime you can get 40 percent off the yearly pass with our coupon code which is less chat you can also invest in ten dollars per month yes so one of the videos that we want to get you guys in on real quick is called understanding gender uh we're always asked a lot you know from people who don't understand all the gender differences and all the non-binary um verbiage and honestly this is a good way to start not even for just people who don't understand our community but for those in our community who want to understand it themselves so some of the uh, points that they go over uh, the differences between sex gender and sexual orientation how we understand gender in our society the different genders and pronouns and lastly how to explore your own gender so again check that topic on Beducated. Now let's get back into today's topic. So in today's episode, we want to get into uh, societal beauty standards. You know, I feel like a lot of us get wrapped up in what society, well, as usual, what society tells us to do, what society thinks is perfect, is, you know, better for us than what we actually know. And honestly, it just pushes us into like a pathway where everybody kind of sort of is becoming the same you know whether it's looking like the same person acting like the same person um we just kind of lose track in our individuality and that's what some of some of what we want to get into today mm-hmm. so first question real quick to get an idea of us how do you see yourself how do you see yourself I see myself as fucking cute <laughs> I'm fucking it's, phenomenal. it's gonna be hard to do this episode with her y'all because she has she, she has no um you really have no like um how do you call it like she's gonna say i have no insecurities she doesn't that's a lot and that's that's awesome i think a lot of people want I, there's times <laughs> you hear me every once in a while like damn like you know one day i'm gonna get like this one day i'm gonna get like that that's kind of a sense of insecurity but for you me say it like in a joking way and i and you know that you know that if you really wanted to you would have done it 
because you have you have done your you know your diets and and your workout plans right, in the I know past. That I can do it, which yeah. is why I guess to an extent I don't stress it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think that it takes away from the fact that it's it's you know a insecurity for me. I think for me, I'm in a different like place in my life where, um, I guess I don't take the insecurities as heavily. So, you know, in my younger days, I feel like I took a lot of that serious and, you know, I didn't see myself as much. I didn't think that I was like, you know, that popping person, you know, I was never that popular girl in school. I like knew of some of the cool kids, like to an extent where it was like, what's up? And then I hung out with, you know, regular, regular people, which were all regular, regular, that's nothing. Um, which it's funny because some of the people you thought was popping when you were younger and that you idolized aren't even that same person today. They don't even look how they looked before when you were like low key wanting to be like them. Um, but I think that for me, like I spent too much time in my insecurities in my, like from teenage to younger twenties that, um, I guess I, I'm just at a better mindset where I just think it's not worth that. Mm-hmm. it's not like it doesn't matter what people think it doesn't matter you know what they say you just got to be you mm-hmm. and just create your own version of you I didn't care what my family said um about me when it came to my appearance or, or like my tomboyish presentation you know I don't think I've ever been told like by my family like oh why you look like that you know you're blessed it's it just it just was what it was like you're blessed I feel like in in the Hispanic household, at least for me, or the Dominican household, you get judged a lot, like a lot. Yeah. If it's either you're too skinny or you're too fat, oh, tú estás gordita, oh, tú estás flaquita, like that. That shit really hurts people in the long run. Oh yeah, I don't doubt that there's people like that. I just I feel like nobody's had to say it to my face, mm-hmm. unless it was like my siblings. But it's like again. As family, I think to an extent you allow those things because you're like, oh, well, you're my family. I could say like you could say that shit because I'm going to say it back to you. Like um, we don't always take it personal. I can't really recall a fact where my family have said something. It's happened Mm -hmm. and, you know, it has bothered me. But again, it's just I'm my own person. Mm -hmm. I think I just found my really found my space where I'm just like, yo, it hurts right now. But like in a couple hours. I'm going to be over it. The next day, I'm going to fucking let it go. Um, I guess that's just how I try to push myself. Because, mm-hmm. again, it's like that shit eats you alive when you let it bother you a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that. <laughs> it's like when you look in a mirror every day mm-hmm. and you aren't happy with yourself. But mm-hmm. that's because you see yourself every day. You know, people are going to say shit when they don't see you. But in reality, they really don't know what's up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I should be getting to me, but yeah, I have insecurities. <clears throat> no, I definitely get that. And I feel like we can all sit here and be like, self-love, love yourself every day, look in the mirror and do affirmations. But let's be fucking real. I feel like we all have insecurities and that's what I want to talk about. Like the reality of, of, of everyday life and having these insecurities and in social media and comparing yourself to other people. And the fact that growing up, your parents or family members did have a comment on your appearance, which, you know, affects you in the long run. Um, and, you know, I love my family, not to throw shade or anything, but some of them really do 
say hurtful things to you like do that flaca or like you're skinny or you know you're fat like it's like they look at someone who's like thick and they'll be like you're fat <laughs> like they're thick all right like they're that's a big difference and even and even if they were overweight or fat or whatever you want to call it who fucking cares man like that's their life like why are you mm -hmm. so concerned about how someone looks um, when you realize you make the change and they're still not they're still not like complimenting you like oh my god you look so good it's a now you're too skinny yeah i know and i feel like that's something that i'm always struggling with because every time i go on my like health kick and my like gym fitness journey it's like oh my god you look so skinny what are you eating are you eating <laughs> and it's like bro like stop i'm like i'm trying to be healthy you know and i feel like their idea like we just have different ideas of i guess what beauty is like i don't know mm -hmm. i don't know what it is um and yeah it, it's hard i feel like to to live in this generation yeah when we have access to so many things and social media definitely plays like a big part of it um back in the day that wasn't a thing hell no so i feel like back in the day i actually was more secure mm -hmm. like it was backwards for me like i feel like when i was younger i was very secure in myself very outspoken um just i didn't really have as many insecurities i mean I don't know. I just feel like I was kind of like in La La Land as a kid. Like, I didn't really care. Like, I would wear whatever fuck I wanted. Nobody said shit to me. So, right. I wasn't really insecure. I mean, growing... Like, in high school, that was a different story. But I'm talking about, like, elementary school. And I feel like now that we have access to everything on social media, we see everything. Like, we see what people glamorize. And mm -hmm. we see how people live their lives. And we're like, wow, like... They live lavishly or like how can i do that. get there how can i do that and like or how do they do that and we also see a lot of you know influencers and you know instagram baddies make them coins sis but sometimes they be editing their pictures od yeah and they're not being obviously honest about it and then people look at that and they're like damn like how 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 can i get like that like how did she get her body like that and what pisses me off the most, and I said this before, is like when IG baddies get a BBL, which I, which I think, girl, do your thing. I could care less. But the, the problem is that they pretend like they went to the gym to get that body. Self-made. And, and then they like advertise all these like, all these teas and all these like things that are like. Foo -foo shit. Right. Like fake shit. And I'm like, why are you advertising that? Just be honest. Be real. I think people will respect you more if you were to be like, yeah, I got to be real. And what? And what? Live your life. That's what I'm saying. Like, do what you want. If that's going to make you happy, then that's going to make you happy. But don't go on the internet and make it seem like you worked for that body. Because then it puts people in this position where they're like going to the gym twice a day. Unhealthy position. Yeah. Eating these like ridiculous diets to get to that weight. And they're doing it. Super unrealistic yeah. shit. Basically. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you are literally fucking throwing out bullshit to them. And I think like we have to be a little bit more responsible in the way that we hold like are well at least as an influencer the way that you hold your weight in the in the industry you know as a content creator or influencer like be honest be real and you know people won't 
find themselves in unhealthy situations trying to be like you for shit that don't really work. Um, mm-hmm. I think being honest is is honestly the best thing that you can do for your, you know, your platform <laughs> and the people who follow you. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, you knew when you started just how hard it was. And I'm sure it continues to be a little bit difficult, even though you're coming up on your success. Mm-hmm. Um but like, yo, we really have to be in touch with the reality of things and share our reality because it's really not all peaches and cream. Yeah, I think if the world was more honest, people wouldn't have as many, I guess, insecurities. Yeah. Um, but I even think like like you said, social media has that big ass um, like hold on people. Mm-hmm. But ideally, I feel like. The way, like you were saying, you were so secure before all mm-hmm. that, and now social media kind of has you like in this I don't mm-hmm. know state. Um, I feel like that went backwards for me. Not backwards, mm-hmm. but it went from I was super insecure when I was younger, mm-hmm. you know, going to school with the people that I was, you know, um, not friends with, but people who I went to school with. I used to get made fun of for my mustache. Like I said, I used to be, I'm fairly thick. But I used to be like chubby, you know, growing up. So it was like I got made fun of that, you know. Mm-hmm. I had an ass all my life. I got like fucked with because Not, of that. No way, way was for they real. making fun of you for having a nah, butt. That ass, I'm going there. So like it was all type of like weird shit like that. Which as a young kid, you go through, you get bullied, you <laughs> get bullied. It. Like so, but I think that social media, like when I started to find that confidence, which. All it takes is a confident boost. You got to believe in yourself in all reality. Um, we're always going to have some type of insecurity. It's just in the state of like how how you let it affect you, you know? Mm-hmm. The more you let it sink in, the more it's going to fuck with you. But, you know, you find your way to kind of let it go. Ooh, did your shit die? That's fine. No. Um, but um, I feel like it mm-hmm. didn't. It Like social media, if anything, just allowed me to continue to like be me and be yeah. like my the version of me that I created where mm-hmm. I'm dead ass real. Like mm-hmm. I'm not faking, I'm not fronting, I'm not stunning. Um and I see other people who hold these platforms where they're like, oh, you know, I work out all day, I do these things and oh look at my face, but got fucking pounds of makeup and filters. That's cool. That's cute. That's you. It's working for somebody, but I know that that shit is fake. Like you're not I'm I don't feel no type of way. Yeah, you pop in but like I don't feel you that beauty standard doesn't make me feel insecure i love me a damn filter but um do you feel (laughs) do you feel like like you said so when social media started popping off you were like you know i actually felt more confident do you feel like that's because you have a platform where people like people gas you up in a sense like you have tiktok no because i didn't really start Yo, I really didn't start, um, or at least my TikTok wasn't really picking up until, like, COVID. Well, obviously, that's when it started. But mm-hmm. prior to that, like, Instagram all this time, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it, my Instagram wasn't popping. Mm-hmm. My Instagram was trash. I still think my Instagram is pretty garbage. I don't think, like, <laughs> my Instagram is popping. Um, I post pictures here and there, you know, and I'm... I'm like self-conceited. I take videos and pictures when I'm feeling myself and I have so many of them and I really keep them to myself. Um, but I think TikTok. Because I feel like one thing about one thing that I've noticed with social media is that people get like 
this hype and like i feel like their ego gets boosted boosted because people in the comments like yo like going crazy like heart eyes saying crazy stuff saying i'm questioning my you know my sexuality like you get comments like that so do you feel like having that kind of gassed you up in a way where you were like you know i'm cute i don't think it is it a high yeah Yeah. i think Mm -hmm. it's a hype you know it's like okay all right whatever cool but um has it put me in a position to where I just feel like I'm not insecure at all because everybody tells me that I'm cute? No. No. I mean, but again, like, you know, having that on social media where people are hitting you up, that's cool. That's fun and all. But like, when you got people in your face telling you like, no, like you're really pretty, like you're beautiful. And then it's not even just like the compliment of your presentation, but like, for me, it's your personality. Like mm-hmm. people have told me, you're really nice. You have such a nice smile. Your charisma is great. Like mm-hmm. keep keep being that person. And I think that that's the type of shit that's held my confidence and boosted me in life mm-hmm. over the past couple of years. Finding comfortability in myself and my self love journey. I think more than anything, that's one of the main things people tell me, and that's what makes me feel better. Is people are like keep being you you're so authentic keep smiling you make other people smile like Mm -hmm. i can't tell you how many times i hear that and that shit means something to me Mm -hmm. that's my confident boost not oh you look good like not to be conceited again like i know i'm cute i'm my mother's child but i don't know Mm -hmm. i think it's just i've been fortunate enough to actually have people or experience people in person where they're just like you're great yeah yeah, I think personality compliments are the best for sure. I feel like it changes for you only because, like, you went from being around people a lot. You know, you went from the work environment and the school environment, being around other people and having that in-person interaction. But now, you know, since COVID, you've kind of been, it, it like, working from home, it just boxes you into here. Yeah. You know, it limits your personal interactions so i feel like with that and social media and like that the whole platform of like tiktok and all those societal beauty standards Mm -hmm. really fuck with you Mm -hmm. i feel like it bothers you more Mm -hmm. because i didn't i I don't feel like you were not that you don't have insecurities again we all do but i feel like i haven't seen you in a space where it's just like damn that really bothers me what do you mean like, I feel like, you know, social media is getting to a point where it's actually bothering you. Yeah. I mean, but no, this was always a thing for me. I've always had this love and hate relationship with social media. In college, like I went, my it was my junior year. I deleted everything. I was like, I need to focus on school. Because I was like, you know, one thing about me that I'm always confident is, is a is like my my work ethic and my intelligence. Nobody could take that away from me. Nobody. So I was like, you know what? This social media shit is not doing anything for me. What I really need to focus on is graduating mm-hmm. and getting fucking good grades and as cliche as it sounds and living in the moment. Cuz I was like, I'm in college, I live in college. I'm never going to get these years again and I was what well, I wasn't even twenty one, and I had this mindset where it was just like social media. Just at this point, is is getting a little bit toxic for me. So I just needed to get rid of it. And honestly, I think it was the best decision that I made because 
it kind of just opens your eyes to to life in general. I feel like you go out to eat with your friends and they're all taking boomies and you're just like <laughs> sitting there like, you know, just looking around, like just like literally like living in the moment, not having to take a picture, mm. not feeling like you got to take a picture and post a picture. Like I was like, I'm stress free. Mm. Y'all be here. I'm like, I'll be your photographer, but I don't need a picture. I'm good. Like I'll take a little selfie and call it a day. Um, and then I did it again when I went, when I continued my education to get my master's and I was like, yeah, this is distracting. Gonna delete it again. And I, during that time where I wasn't on social media, mentally and physically, I was my best. Mm -hmm. I was working out, going to CrossFit. I was in relationships. People didn't know about it. And that was the best because it was like, I don't have social media, so I don't really got to see what you're posting. And obviously, you don't have to worry about me because I don't have anything. Um, and it was like no jealousy because I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I don't know who you're hanging out with. And I know for some people that might kill them because you don't, you can't stalk them. But for me, it was just, I felt honestly more confident in that. I don't know. I don't know why, but I just did. Um, but me and social media have always, always had a love and hate relationship because... It's like, if it wasn't for social media, we wouldn't have all these listeners. You know, we wouldn't have all these people supporting us. So there's a lot of good things that come from it. Mm -hmm. But there's also bad things that come from it. Like the trolls and just like, you know, the negative comments. Like, I feel like that that can get a little crazy and hectic. Yeah. And like, I don't know what... Like, I don't know what goes through people's mind when they write hate comments. Like, you really be sitting at home typing away on your fucking phone to say a hey comment that you would never say in person? Like, that baffles my mind completely. Well, and I feel like for one, mm -hmm. they, to them, it's like, oh, well, I'm never going to meet this person. So, like, I get away with it. But two, if you have a big uh, social following, mm -hmm. they think like, oh, you're not even going to see it type no, shit. No, we see it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like we see it we just ignore it and i have been ignoring it at this point but um i feel like you just never know what someone's going through and for someone to sit here and write negative comments on social media it's like come on man come on for man get a life like for what like do better like if you don't like the video keep scrolling yeah you know um but yeah so i was doing some research just to see um read more about like self-esteem and how it affects the lgbtq community and i found that under 40 percent of america's lesbian gay bisexual and transgender adults they say that they've been rejected by family members or close friends at some point in their lives due to their sexual orientation or gender identity um so you know getting this rejection from your family and your close friends means that you have lower self-esteem and like more mental health issues and also addiction according to them but um that makes sense mm -hmm. i think when it comes from the people closest to you mm -hmm. and granted like there really are people like you said i am fortunate enough to not have like i get i get some backlash from my family but again i think I don't take it as personal, mm -hmm. but there's legit people who have parents, mothers, fathers who really treat them like they not shit, like they're nobody, like words really can't hurt. 
But I think having to be in that environment and having friends as well Mm -hmm. to treat you like that, it's very hard. And it's super easy to be insecure because you're always in that environment. You were born in that state. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that that is hard to shake. Yeah. Unfortunately, obviously, you can't pick your family. Or you could pick, pick your, your friends. friends. Yeah. And sometimes there are you have some friends that really say some shady shit mm-hmm. and try to make you feel bad about yourself. Maybe say a comment about like what you're wearing or like your hair or like anything. And honestly, you don't need people like that in your life. So any slick comment or anything like that, gotta go. Like you gotta address it. And if they don't change their behavior and their commentary, then you gotta cut them off. Because we don't need more negative people in our life. Mm-mm. Obviously, our family gives us shit, but do we really need shit from our friends? No. Mm-mm. No. That's like you said, that's the one place where you can pick the type of environment and people that you want to be around. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to be very, very mm-hmm. particular when you pick those people because those are the people that you run to mm-hmm. when you're going through that shit at home. And honestly, like, I think we're very fortunate enough to have really good friends friends that like she was talking to her friends yesterday on facetime and Mm -hmm. you know they got into the discussion of our merch Mm -hmm. and they were like mad helpful Mm -hmm. like helpful supportive super like um what's the word um informative yeah and just Mm -hmm. like i want you to get some you know like i want you to get what you want type shit so i love that listening to you guys talk about that um it was really nice um, cause to know that they care about something that you care about mm-hmm. is, it, it's like motivating cause it's right. like, okay, like you, you believe in the things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really appreciate that listening to them talk to you yesterday. And I think, you know, same thing with my friends, they're super supportive, mm-hmm. whether it's, um, you know, Re- reposting, <laughs> yeah. buying, just commenting, like honestly, anything they're anything, always super gassing. Uh, right. Anything other than ignoring it. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know what it is about people that they support the people that they don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's like with the people that they do know, it's like mm, mild support when it really should, shouldn't be that way. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think we've had great friends who support us with this podcast. And even if they don't buy anything, like they're still helping us out somewhere or another by reposting you know, giving us tips on things, and I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I don't know if this kind of ties into a story I'm gonna share, but um, I feel like you may. I don't know. So I feel like once I started dating girls, right, my friends had these expectations for me. So, which is the reason why I'm not cool with them anymore. But um, expectations regarding the people that I dated. So now that I was dating women, it was like, oh, okay, you're dating women, cool. But then people are so okay with you being gay until the person that you date isn't the gay they like, if that makes sense. It's like, um, I don't know what they were expecting. Like, I don't know if they thought that I was going to be dating a femme gay, like a femme, per- a femme girl or what. Or I don't know if they thought that the mask girl I was dating wasn't cute. It is well, they didn't think they were cute, and that's fine. We don't gotta have the same taste, but it was kind of weird to be in that position because as my friends, it's like you guys don't 
you guys aren't dating the person that I'm dating. Mm -hmm. So why does it matter that the person I'm dating isn't the gay that you think is cute? Because mm -hmm. I feel like gay looks like everything. Yeah. Gay looks femme. Gay looks gay. Gay looks Masculine. mask. And nowadays, obviously, you see it everywhere on social media. So I don't know if they were under the impression like, oh, well, I just thought you were going to date someone that was like like femme or like, I don't know, like a model or some shit. And I'm like, so it's so it's okay if I'm gay, but I do need to date someone that's like very good looking. Right. It was weird. Like they're holding me to a standard, to, to type standard. Like they got to look a certain way. First of all, why you? Why would you? Why would they want you to date someone that they thought was attractive? Because it's all about the image. Yeah, but how, about, how many people have the... they dated that was attractive? I mean, they, even to the general, to the general though, in reality, not I mean, just they, attractive to you. They dated cute guys, but it's like all the guys that they dated to me, personality wise, were shit, mm -hmm. and they proved to be shit. Mm -hmm. They did some shitty shit. They would fuck them over all the time. I feel like it's so easy it like, to date a cute guy. This is the drama. It's like y'all keep dating these fuck boys because of their looks and not because of their personality. And then they come over here and fuck you over. But I don't know if they just, I don't know what they thought. I don't know. I don't know. They thought I was going to date a model. I don't know. But <laughs> that was weird to me. And it. I feel like it kind of ties into our topic today. I don't know. Yeah. Did your friends ever tell you like, oh, the girl you're dating is ugly? Not about me, obviously. Probably not to my face. Your friends are bold. I'm they I'm are, shocked. but I don't think... All right, so I think maybe a few times. But it wasn't like, again, I've only had one prior relationship to her. I had a lot of situationships in between. And I think that... Well, Twin was never really around to meet any of them. If she met him, she met him virtually. So it wasn't like a, a, I could do anything with that. Mm -hmm. um, but like the friends that I have that you know, um, I think eventually they don't tell they don't tell you right then and there. I think they tell you like after you stop fucking with them. It's like a, oh, well, I ain't like them anyway. They wasn't cute. You know how regular people do when you break up with them. Oh, well, they weren't even good enough for you. They weren't cute. Oh, y'all wasn't going to work. I wasn't feeling it. Like, I've, I've, I've been told those things, but it was always like after. Or they would, I think that they would see, not mm -hmm. even that, because it's possible for someone to be attractive, but I don't know. Like, I guess in a way it just doesn't, it doesn't mesh with you. Or with this idea or vision that they see the a thing. person you could be with. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> I feel like they always, I don't know what they pictured, but every, not even, not even the girls, even the guys that I would date, some of them, not all of them, they'd be like, oh, I just don't see it. <laughs> and I'm like, that's fine. I mean, it, it all makes sense now <laughs> as to why you didn't see it with those guys and those girls, obviously, because I found my person. But, um... Yeah, sometimes our friends do have like some expectations for the people that we date physically, and I feel like they gotta stop it. Do you feel like you you have those expectations as well, or not really because you experience that? I mean, when it came to the guys that they they that they dated, um, I didn't think they were all cute, mm -hmm. but I didn't think they were ugly. Yeah, it was just like okay, like I mean, y'all cute together, or whatever. Like, if he has a good personality and he's treating you right. And, you know, taking you on dates and getting to know you better than I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. No, so. but there really are times where it's like, I, I mean, 
I've seen some people my friends have dated, and I'm just like, yikes. Mm. <laughs> okay. Like guys? Guys, girls. And you was that. And I was like, okay. So you you know, that's for you, for you sure. Um, I don't remember if I ever said anything it, like in the process. Mm-hmm. I may have mentioned it later on. Because, you know, people really do take take their person serious and as they should and as they should like that's if that's my own opinion it's not a it's not important enough for me to disclose that Mm -hmm. because then I also feel like you know you get to know that person and I think that's really what it comes down to is like okay initially I didn't think you were cute but it's like I got to know you I'm seeing the type of person that you are I'm seeing the type of people that you are together Mm -hmm. and I really think that that's what it ends up coming down to um not really is like oh are you guys fucking photogenic together like oh my god like yeah which is crazy because me and her are cute as fuck and you think we would take a lot of pictures but we don't we don't we're not like what is the we're just not like camera pressed we still haven't found our flow yet but you know we go with selfies um so I think, you know, when it comes to like that, well, it really shouldn't matter. You know, again, it really comes to like, oh, well, how is the person treating your friend mm-hmm. um, and where you kind of see them going, mm-hmm. you know? Ah, life. All right. Moving on. Um, what are your thoughts on plastic surgery? <laughs> um, You know, I don't got, I don't have anything against it. I just don't think it would be something I'd be interested in. So you've never thought about plastic surgery? Okay, so maybe I'm lying. Um, <laughs> I I think I see things uh, like based on my physical appearance and I'd be like, damn, you know, like I wish what? I could change that. Like but my nose, I don't like my nose. I don't like my nose. I think my nose is big her. and I definitely get it from my dad. Uh, Me where? and my brothers all, all got it, you know? Yo, you're the only one who thinks that. I don't like my nose. Big okay. facts. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing I actually really fix is my teeth. And my teeth weren't that bad, but whatever. Don't like my nose. Um, if there's anything else that I could fix? Nothing. You're perfect. Thank you. But I wouldn't say that I'm perfect. I just think I'm perfect enough for me. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's why I don't see too many things and be like, oh, I need to get that done. Like... you know (laughs) um but i you know if it's important enough to you i think it's 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 worth a try but i think what scares me about it i don't think it's the fact that oh my god it's fake like you know um we all do superficial shit um that's not always Mm -hmm. um what's the word like original Mm -hmm. um so if that's what you want to do, again, I used to date a girl, who, which that's the first time I dated a girl who ended up getting a BBL. Mm-hmm. And when she told me, I was like, oh, I had never experienced that, like being mm-hmm. with somebody who had some type of surgery, especially like in based upon their appearance. Mm-hmm. So when she told me that, I was like, okay, I wonder what that's like. I mean, what can I say? Like, if that's what what you wanted to do Uh and this is what you've been like, I had only been dating her for a little bit. So I was like, girl, like you had this plan way before me. Like, Mm -hmm. do what you want. It's your body. Mm -hmm. Um, And I respected it. I didn't have any 
thing against it. It was cool to see how, mm-hmm. you know, the aftermath so wait, wait, wait. of it so, was. So before y'all was dating, she didn't have the BBL. She did not have a BBL. And then as y'all was dating, she got her BBL. Yes. Okay. So it was like you was dating two different people. <laughs> I didn't see much of a difference. Mm-hmm. So, and <laughs> I didn't date her that much longer after she got it. Why? Because she had a BBL? No, because it just didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't even see the recovery process. <laughs> I was out not too long after that. But it wasn't because of the BBL, which I still didn't think it made much of a difference. Don't lie. But no, dead ass. It wasn't because of that. I actually wouldn't mind it. Like, I like, listen, I'm, I'm an ass person. I'm here for autographs. Don't got one. But... <laughs> I still make it work. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it wasn't because of that. It was just other things. Um, But I just feel like, who am I to, to tell you? Like, if that's something that's going to make you happy, okay, cool. But if I'm going to be supportive, I also want to be, like, you know, I guess there and understand all the, the things that come with it. I do think. But it's like anything, really. You take medication, whether it's for your health or, like, vitamins and all the shit that they got that's... We don't even know that really works. You know, we do a lot of shit that fuck up our bodies, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I don't know, people just think surgery and they're like, oh my God, like, why would you want to do that? Like, oh, it's, it's just, you're, it's just going to fuck your body up. Like drinking fucks your body up and we still do it. Mm-hmm. What the fuck does it matter? Right. Yeah. I'm all for plastic surgery. If I had all the money in the world. So you want a BBL. <laughs> I don't want a BBL. I really... So, okay. So, one thing that really has bothered me throughout my whole life. I'm talking about since I was in high school. I have never, ever, ever had a flat stomach. You know, she knows this. I talk about it all the time. I'm telling y'all, I have tried everything. Every diet. I've done fasting. I've done insanity. I've done... um crossfit i've had a personal trainer i went on a crazy diet only eating a thousand two hundred calories a day and the belly still didn't leave you would have thought that i had a kid (laughs) i'm that serious and people are like diet i don't see it i didn't see it because i do a good job at hiding it and i know what clothes look good on me if you notice, I don't really wear dresses. And if I'm wearing a dress, you know I'm going to wear a jacket with it, obviously. Um, so I don't really care for, like, the the butt part of it. Because I know that in a BBL, if you hit, like, a certain nerve in the butt, you could die. Mm. So I'm re- I really just care for the lipo. You know, like, that's all I care for. So, yeah, if I had all the money in the world. It's not even, like, her, like, the way her stomach is set up is not even, like, oh, she... She's worked out and hasn't lost the weight. She's lost the weight everywhere. everywhere. And she has, she she loses weight from her stomach. The only thing is that there is a section that she just doesn't like. And it's just based on the skin, really. You know what I also think it is, which we could get into in another episode, endometriosis. Because mm-hmm. I was diagnosed with that. And apparently people who have endometriosis have like a little belly. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's might. just a little hang. She says it's a little hang to me. It's a big hang. It's because, of course, everything to us is going to seem big. Like, I tell you all the time, I got side chichos right now, and I think they're big as fuck. Babe, but, like, you are proportionate. 
That's I don't think that I'm proportionate. I'm skinny everywhere. You want to know what I see when I look in the mirror? Stomach. What I do fucking you see? see. First of all, I got culo. Ooh. Anyway, <laughs> that's besides the point. But like when I wear shit, like I like pants that are fitted in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like too loosey goosey because I feel like I look weird. And for me, I have thick ass thighs. Like they're always kind of in the way. Um, so I feel like I look. <laughs> It's giving weird. Like, I'm, like, thick up top, and then it just gets slim at the bottom. And it just looks just Girl, unproportionate to me. I don't nobody, I don't fuck with it. Nobody sees that. Yes, but I see that. Anyway, so, yeah, I think I'm disproportionate, too. Nobody sees that. I see that. But then again, I look at myself all the time. And then yeah. I'll be like, all right. It's, it really be in those times when you're by yourself, and you just be analyzing yourself. And you was like, you be like, I could just, I could just be so much more better. There's times. And then I get myself out of that rut by going outside. If I'm inside for too long, I start losing my shit. I start nitpicking at things. I start not want, not wanting to do things. I feel unmotivated and just like mm-hmm. not with the shits. And that's why sometimes like, I don't know if it may seem like, you know, I can be at home, but at the same time, it's just like after a while, it's like I need sunlight. I need outside. I need environment. Like I need life. Because just being inside after a while, it's just like, what more can I do in here? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes it gets a little depressing. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I just go outside to, like, run errands, I'm like, all right. Yeah. She, what the hell did I do? Oh, I went to run errands yesterday while it was raining. And mm-hmm. she's like, you look cute. Where are you going? And I was like, girl, I'm just going to run errands. I'm just tired of, like, mm-hmm. not being in a space where I'm like, oh, you know, I look cute. Sure, I look cute even when I'm bumming it. But to me, it's just like, I want to look a little bit more presentable than how I usually look. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to put my clothes to use. Because in our reality, we always tell ourselves, oh, when I get this, I'll do that. When I go out, I'll wear that and I'll look like that. And I'm so, I'm such the person that does that shit. I always say, oh, I got this new fit. I'm going to wear it when we go out. And then the day comes and then it's like, I don't even wear it. I'm not even fucking with the fit. So at this point, I'm just like, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm just going, I'm just, it don't matter what I'm doing or where I'm going. I'm just going to put it on. Mm -hmm. Shit, I put this put this shirt on today just for the potty <laughs> and i'm feeling myself don't care <laughs> and my hair is down every once in a while i'll be down but you know sometimes my bun i just don't be feeling like doing my hair <laughs> but yeah i just think you know sometimes we got to get ourselves out of those spaces mm-hmm. and most times it's when you're in your i feel i think so when you're in your most comfortable spaces where you is when you start to find insecurities mm-hmm. yeah i agree um so let's end it off with some like tips i mean you just said go outside yeah i think Mm -hmm. you know surround yourself with people or environments where you aren't beating yourself up you know Mm -hmm. it it puts you in a space where it's like you're feeling motivated you're feeling good about yourself you know Mm -hmm. you're you're feeling worth yeah who you know who you are whether that's going to the park and watching the little duckies in the water or watching the sunset. I know everybody watches a little bit of a sunset and the sunrise and just think it's like, you know, there's things in life beyond us that sometimes when we pay attention to those things, we realize that, oh, you know, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. You know, we're living. We get to see these beautiful things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just me. I find a little sentiment in a little bit of everything. 
So sometimes there's just things that we really can't, you really can't help, you know? Mm-hmm. It just is what it is. Yeah. I would say um, unfollow people on social media that aren't really motivating you um, in a sense and like are just kind of like showing you this glamorous life but don't show you the behind the scenes, don't show you the reality of life. Mm-hmm. Um, unfollow all those people. Like, all, like it's cool to follow some influencers but you just really got to watch out with which ones you follow. Um and even like friends and family who really aren't posting things that like feed your mind in a sense. Like I, I haven't followed people that I know personally because I was just like, I don't really like the shit that you post. Mm-hmm. I don't like your negativity. I don't like your beliefs. So I don't want to follow you and I don't have to follow you. It's literally my social media. Um, if you feel like you can't unfollow them because it's going to stir up too much drama, mute them. Yeah. mute their stories mute their instagram posts or whatever like you're not forced to see the shit that they post i think your feed is super super important like follow pages that have like um positive quotes and like self-care and just like just positive vibes inspirational, inspirational yeah. stuff like you don't need to follow all these influencers who just make you want to buy shit mm-hmm. and, yeah and make you want to question your life and like what the fuck am i doing with my life all these people are traveling the world like no just follow like regular people like you know um and just start making self-care a priority um i feel like sometimes we don't do things until we're like super super down rock bottom yeah and it's like it shouldn't be that way. Um, whether that means, like, I got my nails done today. Because I was like, I've been looking real rusty. Did I have money? No. I still went to go get my nails done. Even if it left me with $20 in the bank. Because I feel like when I look good, I feel good. Um, I went to the gym today. Yeah, she went to the gym I've today. I've been slacking for the last two weeks. And I feel like I'm always starting and going again. But it's okay. One mm-hmm. step at a time. Yeah, start going to the gym. Even if it's, like, three times a week. You don't got to go every day. Start off slow and do some cardio. Every time I do cardio, I feel better. Like every time I sweat, I'm like, yes, like I feel like, I don't know, refreshed in a way. Like I worked out. I also think a lot of times we um, set this idea in our head where it's like, oh, okay, um, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to finally, you know, cook that recipe. And you're like thinking, like you're taking mental notes of how you're going to do it. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, I did a lot today. Oh, I'll do it the next day. Oh, I'll start the gym on a new week. It Like start it when you're thinking about it. If the, you got to write it down to be like, okay, how do I start? Like it doesn't matter which way you start. There's not a specific order in the way that you start. You just have to do it starting is doing it i started cooking i've been in a like cook mood lately and i was just like you know what i have like a lot of recipes i've saved on tiktok and i'm just like you know what bitch let's go let's go buy some shit and then you're gonna figure it out and then next time you're gonna know what to do you're gonna know what to get and you're gonna be a pro at this shit and i'm loving every second of it yeah let me learn i think it's also important to like know that you could start these things by yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait for your partner to yeah. do these things with you. Like, 
if that's the case, you're never going to start because you probably, you guys are probably never on the same page or you guys have different schedules. Like, yeah. even if you have to go alone and do it by yourself, just do it, honestly. Like, go ahead and get it over with. Um, like, she went to the gym today. I was going to go do my nails. We had different things to do, and that's okay. Yeah. That's like so- sometimes we're lesbians, you know, they want to do everything together. <laughs> yeah. I think that finding a space where it's like you do something that you enjoy or something that you've been working on and your partner does something else, it gives you time apart and helps you grow your individuality. So that way, you know, when she does Mm want to come, I can be like, oh, this is what I've been doing. You could do it this way. You can do it another way. Mm -hmm. Or like, you know, you kind of just have your own individuality, really, because I feel like when you spend too much time together and doing the same things it's fun obviously we want to do things with our partner and you know enjoy their company but i feel like at the same time um you know it kind of fades interest because now it's just like y'all just doing shit because y'all do shit together Mm -hmm. not because it's like oh like oh i want to do this because we haven't done it or Mm -hmm. you know i don't know yeah um and then my last tip would be to listen to positive podcast i've always talked about jay shetty and i know that a lot of you guys listen to him but if you haven't i definitely recommend checking him out he has like some short uh podcast ones with like just 30 minute clips where he kind of just teases you so many things about like self-help and and relationships and how to improve your relationships um because i feel like when your mental health and your physical health aren't good your relationships start um declining and just start um how do you say it like just there's like a negative there's just a negativity in everything when Mm -hmm. it comes to your mental and your physical health and if you feel good like i said and you look good you treat people good you have great relationships with everyone so yeah that's my tip all right y'all before we head out we're gonna get into this family meeting real quick go on do you think Oh, you're not even on the ah, played yourself. All right. (laughs) I want to start off by saying I love listening to y'all. Thank you. Love you back. Uh, It's so entertaining. And the people you have on the podcast have been super super informative with information. (laughs) So I recently came out as a lesbian in 2018. I started dating a girl the same year, and we have been together for four years now, which is my first girl relationship. I love her, but I'm not in love with her. My family loves her, and she treats me so great. My question is, do you think that I should keep on working it out with or end it? I just be stuttering. Fuck. Can I read? Um, I feel like that's hard. Um, I don't think we ever, when you get into a relationship, I feel like we don't ever really see the end, right? We don't, we don't paint this picture of what the end would look like. Four years together is quite some time. Um, I just feel like you have to sit down and really think about what is it that you want or what is it that you haven't received from this relationship that you feel like you're not all in like you used to be. You're not in love like you used to be. Um, I think we often talk about how, you know, you have to be very, um, what's the word? Purposeful. Is that a word? 
you like you have to be intentional that's the word i'm looking for you have to be intentional in the things that you do in your relationship and in showing and communicating how you want to be loved and we're bound to change after a couple years and i feel like it's hard because we don't know how to communicate that with our partner you know we're just used to how we were or how we've been or how we started that we think we can't grow from the rut, you know? Everybody, I think, hits a point where they're like, I don't know anymore. Like, I don't know if we should keep going. What, like, you know, how are we benefiting by being together? But again, I just think it. you have to sit down and think about what it is that you really want, um, you know, your goals, your your morals and your beliefs, you know, what do you want in a relationship? Because in all reality, when you break up and you decide you're going to find somebody else, the next relationship you get in, you're going to hit a wall too. You know, I feel like you're going to, you're going to find yourself in a space again where you're like, oh, I don't know about this. You, I think it's just natural to be in that I don't know state. Um, I, I read this in a way of like um, her saying this is her first girl relationship. So it's like, she probably feels like she could find something else out there. Since you you're know. always gonna, <laughs> well, obviously she's gonna find something else yeah, out there. Yeah, you're always. There's always gonna be somebody else. There's always gonna be. You can be in the happiest relationship, and people are always gonna catch your gaze. It's not. We're people. Mm-hmm. We're always going to see someone attractive. It's in like was. It's just impossible for us to think that you're never your partner's never gonna think someone other than you is attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do you want to go and experience that? That's a, that's only you know you. Yeah. It's either important enough for you to gain the experience or to keep the relationship that you have. Yeah, yeah. I've I've um I've seen like TikTok videos where people are like, yeah, like I married the first girl that I dated. And I don't think it's weird at all. Um, I don't know if you guys follow oh Vicky and Lindsay. Um, that was, I think that was their first relationship, like girl, like female, girl relationship, female relationship, whatever. And they're engaged. So um, like Dojo said, it, it's really up to you. I think it's a conversation that you need to have with her. Sometimes couples do take breaks um, and they go out there and do their own thing, but I feel like when you come back, either you're you may be stronger or it may break the relationship. So that's a tough game yeah. to to play with. For some people, being with their first is important, mm-hmm. and for others, you know, gaining experience outside of that. Um, but yeah, I wish you luck. Yeah. All right. The next question is: Some people just lie so much they can't keep up with their own lies. <laughs> the truth always comes out. Why does the truth hurt so much after a relationship? I think it hurts because you feel dumb because you're like, so the whole time that we were dating, it was bullshit. Like you were lying to me, mm-hmm. and then when you find shit out later, you're like, what the fuck? Like how come I didn't realize this before? Um. So I think it's it's just that aspect that you feel like you just feel so dumb. I think you feel dumb. And at the same time, you recognize signs at some point in that relationship where you had 
these thoughts like, oh, you was doing shady shit basically. Mm-hmm. Or you was, you know, putting shit together like, mm, that's giving lying, but I'm going to let you have it. Um, I've been in that situation and and I'm the type of person who's like, oh, well, until you actually, until I have concrete evidence of facts to like you know, come for you for this shit. I'm going to just keep that mental note in my head and be like, all right, that don't, that sounds sus. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think that shit make you feel dumb too. Not, not only about the things you didn't know, but that you had suspicions and you were right all along. Mm-hmm. So now you feel 10 times like worse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a salty feeling, but it it just fabricates a lot of the relationship. It's just like, well, what the fuck was true and what the fuck wasn't? And that's hard to have to, you know, imagine that. Like, wow, I just put on all that time and it was basura. Like, yeah, it was mad fake. Yeah. But I feel like all those relationships are really just like a lesson learned. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, now you know for the next time. For those of you who haven't caught up on our last episode, go ahead and check it out. We had good old Touche in the motherfucking building for that episode. I hope you guys liked it. And for those of you who haven't watched it, I hope you do like it. Please, guys, don't forget to share, like, comment, and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Show some feedback. We would love some feedback and comments. Um, let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you think of the things that we're doing. Um, all is appreciated. And join us on Patreon. Yay, yay. Mm-hmm. All right, now. Bye, guys. Deuce, deuce, mother goose. <laughs>